Blog Talk Radio. Okay, all right. So thank you so much for bearing with us. We did have an on-air technical difficulty, so we greatly do apologize um, for that issue. So we are going to get back into our NFL coverage of the NFC North today, and we are going to go back to one of the the games that we were speaking in regards to at the time which was the game where the Packers are meeting meeting up with Carolina today in a matchup. The Packers are coming off of a loss. That was a shock to not just us, but several people around the league when it comes to the Packers and their way of style of play. So at this point, because we've got so many other matchups to get to, including a couple awesome college games, what do you guys think of the outcome? Who's going to take the W in this Carolina-Green um, Bay matchup? I'm going well, to go with Christian Green McCaffrey and, and the Panthers. Because I don't think the defense of the Packers is ready for Christian McCaffrey. And that is my honest opinion. Mm. Wow. Didn't see that coming. Uh, Mike, I didn't either. But I, I understand <laughs> it and I sort of agree. Yeah. You said you um, agree? I, I get it. I, you know, I have a hard time as much as as I am not a Packers fan. Um, I can see that actually being a thing. I, I can honestly. Damn, I don't want to agree with you, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> And you carry that, and 
you do what you can to have that balance so that it uses full but fuel, but it doesn't, you know, um, it doesn't break the dam. You know what I mean? To where it's out of control. But breaks the dam. Uh, I want to see some out of control football today. I'm hyped on college football yesterday still, so. That's going to be how we end this because it was yesterday's football. Was, got yesterday's football got me I'm ready for today. I'll say that. Oh, we got some. Yes, we got conversation. We got some. So I'm hyped. So I'm the, co- the college corner is returning today. today. Well, that's the college corner is returning today. What I'm, you know, as far as as as. What you know the play of his wide receivers? They they played they played. There was no reckless abandon. There was no go get the ball at any cost. There was no it touched my hands no matter what I'm catching it. You know what I mean? So if they don't mm-hmm. do that this week, you know if they don't if they don't if they if they haven't gotten their act together after a week of practice and after a week of being cursed out because I know they were. If they have not, <laughs> holy. <laughs> A whole week, if they have not, and if the defense can't do what they need to do, Carolina's going to win. Period. You know, we see teams teams turn all the time, and all it takes is one game to send you down a bad route. And how you bounce back, you know, how you bounce back after that one loss does matter. Because if you can't bounce back quick, man, your season might, you you don't know where you're going to end up. I have to pause for a second. I've been, um, I've been looking at uh, other networks uh, mm-hmm. that are that are being sponsored by pizza companies, and the pizza that they're posting there, national pizza vendors, as you can imagine. All I'm gonna say is, I have always loved deep dish pizza from Giordano's here in Chicago. Okay, so you hold, hold that. Hold that. Hold wait, wait, no, wait, no, no, no. Wait, I gotta say this. Hold that. No, no. Hold it. For, hold it. One second. Hold it. Hold it. So, who are you rolling with, Mike? Are you rolling with Carolina or the Packers? Is he is he gone? I, what's happening here? It's like the Phantom Show. No, I'm right here. I'm sorry. I hit you. He, okay, he, he, so was, he, he didn't want to answer the question. He didn't want to answer the question. He was like, man, no, I don't I'm, have I'm an answer, answer yet. Carolina. With, I think Carolina. The, the Carolina? Knows. So, yeah. three for Carolina? Okay, so it's that way. The reason I asked you to hold that is because you cannot, you cannot talk about Giordano's and Chicago deep dish pizza before we even talk about the Bears. That is a right. No, no, no. I can't I, even I, let I, another I was team. Gonna, I was gonna hold that. Let's I was gonna hold that, but I keep flipping channels and I keep looking at oh, oh, two different networks and they keep that. talking about these companies and and I'm a pizza snob. New Yorkers and Chicagoans are pizza snobs. And you keep putting Very forth these so. other two companies. And you keep putting forth these other two companies, and it's getting on my nerves. <laughs> so I was going to speak well, up. We, you going to well, make me hold I, this? I say this. You no, make me hold this. forget it. Forget it. You know what? Since we're talking about Chicago, with some of the best pizza in the world. You can fight me on that. Let's argue. I'll put that hashtag out there. I'm just saying. There. Nobody and for those and for those of those of y'all that think Chicago Chicago style pizza is only deep dish, no, we have two styles. We have Chicago style thin crust, 
and we have Chicago yep. style D-dips. And Not every Chicagoan that says, what's your favorite pizza, they're going to ask you, are you talking deep dish or thin crust? Because we have well, two different crust. lists. Yep, every time. And then they're going to yeah, ask you, yeah, we're not the pan pizza talking. capital of the world. We're not going to stick pan to one. Or deep dish. We have, and if my thin crust list sounds nothing. If you pizza, then you could just get a Chicago style hot dog. Like, we do a real big, we love our food. Man. And we have two different types of Chicago style hot dogs too. At that, so how about it? So if we're going to talk about Chicago and food and everything that graces the downtown area, you cannot not talk about the beer. See what you did. See what you did. No, See we, what we, happened. We, we got to stop and pause before we got to talk about the good news first. So we're going to talk about the pizza. Then we can get to the bears. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come I'm sorry. on. And, and those that listen, listen to this show know. And those that listen to this show know I'm a huge Bears fan. I know it. This is exactly. I'm a Bears fan, and in general, oh, with my man. food, I need I need my food to have had parents. So I love meat. But Giordano's oh, has Giordano's has this impossible meat pizza as topping. Oh my God. That pizza was beyond great. Beyond great. I was a little mad how great that was. It wasn't. How you go to use beyond impossible at the same sense? Right, you okay, can't. See, because beyond you, you're you one of the few people. That, right. <laughs> you can't do that. that. You, have to, you have to say it was impossible. It, it had, it's impossible. It, it was impossibly good. great. It was impossibly great. That strong this, day, it strong was impossibly day, great. Day. This this pizza was was impossibly great. I almost did it again because some people mm-hmm. put those those uh, plant based meats and just use the meats and don't season it. Oh my God, goodness, Giordano's, Mwah. You did it. You did your thing. But now let's back to football. So, uh, <sighs> the Detroit Lions, they are taking on the Bears Man, I, today. Wait, hold on. I feel, like, I feel like we need to, you know, just in case you didn't hear us, we like this pizza so much. Thank you, Giordano's, for this. <laughs> See over there, yeah, somebody, if you, you can hear you me, wiggle your soul. Right. If you are visiting from Chicago, like, this is exactly how the pizza will make you feel when you're done. You'll just be like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that that's not me. It's so good. I'm telling you. And so is the Impossible Burger from a number of places I can name. So with that being Mm -hmm. said, let's get into the Chicago um, Bears versus the Lions action. Um, that's a pretty big game for the news. The unfortunate news is Matt Stafford is out for the out for the game. He could be out for one to three weeks. It is due to uh, fractured uh, vertebrae in his back. All I know is when I heard one to three weeks, I was like, "That's it." Considering what it is, I could not believe it was only one to three weeks. Well, because of fractured. This is how I felt when I heard it. You know. This is this is what I imagine happening in the locker room for the Lions. <laughs> I was like, man, all of the red lights started going off. They were looking for gas masks. Like that is a major blow. Matt Stafford is 
one of the most consistent pieces of the team. And I know a few weeks ago you had your words about Matt Stafford. I, he's well above an average quarterback. He's consistent. Um, he great arm. He makes really good decisions. Um, of course, every court, there's a defense for every offense. So of course he's going to be picked off. Of course he's going to be sacked. But his accuracy is absolutely phenomenal. He's great at finding his man downfield. They have an amazing aerial attack for being the Lions. And his confidence and his consistency, even despite everything he's gone through in his personal life, even for those who don't know, even what he went through with his wife and her bout with cancer. So he's he's a, a model player and a big piece of this team that they're missing going up against a division rival. And if any time you ever want a major piece of your team to be down and out, it is never going up against a division rival, which could be the deciding factor of you having a postseason, a wild card experience, or whatever have you. So I know who, who their backup is. They've actually worked with them quite a bit in practices. It, it, it's, a, it's a pretty good flow. I just wonder if the Bears can pull it together to take advantage of the absence of Matt Stafford, or is it going to be one of those games where we do see there when there are game time decisions for these type of big takeaways from a game? Matt Stafford's a huge one, and they've been watching film on Matt Stafford all week. Is this going to be a shock to the Bears because they did not prepare for the backup quarterback? I'm not going to say yes to that because I feel like there's been a question all week on if Stafford will play. So I don't think that the Bears were only looking at Matt Stafford. I would not put it past not seeing this this backup, them not being ready, but I don't think they were only preparing for Matt Stafford. Now, you know, um, Jeff Driscoll is the backup for – Matt, he did play for the 49ers at one point in time, so he he he's expected to make the start today. But still, when you this came all the way down to a game time decision, it's not even just Matt's back; it's his hip as well. So I I for some reason think that three weeks might be extended. Um, are you know normally that throws a monkey wrench in a lot of things because there's not a ton of film for them to watch how he interacts if any, to watch how he interacts with the team that they're going up against. So how do you prepare for that? Because what if they – they're going to obviously run a different scheme with Jeff. He's not Matt Stafford. So his abilities aren't Matt's abilities. And what they've had a chance to prepare for was a Matt Stafford team, and they had to consistently prepare for a Matt Stafford team because this was a game-time decision. This was just before the game of making the decision as to whether Matt will play, which means they saw Matt get on the plane and on the team bus and arrive at the stadium. So are the Bears, do you believe the Bears have are, are going to be super focused today and kind of not step on their own toes like we've seen them do in the last few games, not just on the field, but the plays being called by the coaching staff and actually capitalize on Matt Stafford being out and this being a division game? That is much needed for both teams. Okay. Well, to capitalize on the to capitalize on the on the Matt Stafford being out, that's a defensive question. And if I'm bluntly honest, without Akeem Hicks, the Bears have not stopped up the middle. 
And I'm not just talking about the running backs. I'm also talking about the tight end. The Bears have not stopped the middle of the field. It is going to come down to whoever are the are, is in the, are the interior linemen. Are they going to step up today? If they step up, I believe the answer will be yes. The Bears can win. Will they win? That's very debatable because the Lions have proven we don't have to be spectacular. We don't have to be super creative. We're going to go out there. We're going to tell you what we're going to do, and we're going to do it, and you're not going to stop us. And I'm a little irritated behind that because that's what the Bears would be known for. We would tell you what play we're going to run on defense, and you had your offense had to stop that. The Bears have not been able to do that in recent years. They did it under Lovey Smith for 10 years. They did it in recent years. Uh, they did it last year with Matt Nagy and, and uh, Vic Fangio. Right now, without having that middle of the interior line sold up, it has been questionable. Now, Eddie Goldman is playing today, so that's a good thing. But as much as I want to blame things on Matt Nagy and Trubisky, I cannot leave the defense out. The defense, as great as they are, they have not stepped up as well. And, yes, I'm picking on Eddie Jack. Yes, I'm picking on Kyle Fuller. Yes, I'm picking on uh, a whole list of others, Khalil Mack. Yes, I'm picking on other all-pro players and all-pro-like players. But it is obvious. This game is not going to be won on offense. This game is going to be won on defense. So step up today, please. I want you to because I know you can. You have proven you can do it. Yeah, but um, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, that was, I, it was a dope speech, though. I, but I, I, don't, I really can't agree with you on the proving they can do a thing. Yeah, because, that's, I got lost because for, that part for of me, anytime, and I've been stuck with man, every time, it, it just sticks with me. Anytime you are in the red zone five times during a game. And you and that is why score? I said it's not going to be one on offense because that nah, irritated me. Oh my god! They like uh, it's horrible to watch. It's yes, not it even is. great to watch. You can, and I there's mean, and there's nothing great about if you notice great about when they the did it last week and the week before. <laughs> when they did it last week and the week before, did you notice how the commentators were not counting it as three to five times? Every time they counted it as a first down, it made it sound worse because that was considered another time in the red zone. So it came out to be like eight times or nine times in the red zone. Although technically once they made it to the 19-yard line, they were in the red zone. But each time they got a first down, that counted as another time in the red zone, and it made it sound worse. Right, but on top of that, your offense doesn't produce. You know, you got the ninth race. I'm not going to say doesn't we'll produce we'll because we'll Montgomery, Montgomery stepped up the last two games. They Montgomery don't has stepped up. They do not produce. They don't. David Montgomery they has stepped they up. They're they not producing at the level they should be. David Montgomery and has stepped up, and I was glad. I was so glad when the Bears finally released Mike Davis. Mike Davis is not a bad player, but he was a wasted roster spot. 
Give us that compensatory pick. Please give us that compensatory pick because it's time to move on. We went and drafted David Montgomery. He stepped up in his rookie season. Time to move on for Mike Davis, which they did, thank goodness. Uh, because at this point, we're already not getting a first-round pick. We're not. And if I'm going to believe in the Bears, I'm believing in the defense because the offense, just like you said, Mike, I have zero faith in. Zero faith. Uh, and I'm not putting it I'm not putting it on any one player. I can put it on a list of players and coaches. I'll put it on it is I put it on the whole organization. Because whatever's going on there, you know, behind the scenes where they can't get it together, it's serious, dude. It is extremely serious. You know, and at this point, it's like, hey, man, y'all pretty much halfway through the season. What you going to do? And I wish I could disagree with you. I wish I could. You know, so, man, because I'm I'm talking to my friends on Twitter. They got a team. (laughs) They got a Chabomsky T-shirt, y'all. Yeah, and I I think that's unfair. I think that I was is unfair. Like, that's what I and that's what I said. I'm not I, even I, laughing. That's, that's unfair. Y'all can't put it all on him. You got to put it on the coaching too because the play call has been horrible. The play calling has been. It's been like horrendous. You that. Even though why y'all throwing all these horrendous. screens? You have you have not beat anybody with a screen play yet. But yeah, I see them every game. And it somebody else like brought it up. A good a good thing this morning. You cannot. You cannot expect Trubisky to drop back and be Peyton Manning. That play, that system is built for a QB that knows the defense like the back of his head. You have got he to. Knows. You have to dump, and he's not ready for that yet. He might be right. ready for that in five years. He might not even be a bear by the time that happens if, if he keeps playing the same way. It is not looking good, and – I am my faith in the offense is minimal to none. Minimal to none, and I can I can yell at receivers, I can yell at coordinators, I can yell at head coach, I can yell at quarterback, I can yell at tight. Our, our tight end position has been the most abhorrable position all season on offense. Like why? Just why? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had an oath. Uh, you remember that song Vibe uh, way back in the day? Uh, why popped in my head in the melody? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Why? I'm sorry I had to do that to you. But this is like, why? <laughs> right. Why? <Exactly. laughs> Who's got that why? And I hate that I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm kind of feeling that. Wait a minute. That was kind of dope. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I was like, exactly. That's where we all at right now. I'm kind of feeling like, that. That was like man. pretty dope. Oh, my we God. Might have to just, uh, we might have to be. And I'm sorry, fans. I'm sorry, football fan, Rush fans. You will never hear me sing again because I am horrible at it. Yes, we will yeah. leave that to Mike and Cass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. That was hilarious. That was exactly. so hilarious. I'm a round of applause, too. 
I think yeah. the rap yeah, song thing is, is mixed up with our uh, with the cricket sound. I've been noticing every time <laughs> I hit it, I hear crickets. I'm like, see, hey, that's a blog talk thing. Unless I load the wrong one by mistake, which I'll take responsibility for because that is my gig on the show. Oh, but well, anyway, you bogus for that. Uh, How you going to do it? You're I fired. Know, you know. Um, so move <laughs> we I to take myself you. out. <laughs> um, so today's matchup, who is going to get the W, the Lions or the the Bears? I I, 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 I I'm gonna tell on myself. I'm gonna tell on myself. You betting on yourself? In the pre show. You're gonna tell on yourself. I said tell on Ooh. Yeah. In the pre show meeting, hold I picked on, the I need lions. music for this. Wait a minute. Whoa. In the pre show meeting, I picked the lions. I picked the lions. I can't pick the bears. This is how all bears fans feel about you right now. Right now, this is exactly what the you're the official Bears fan. Like, you stomp around with a Bears flag, and that's what it is. I can't pick the Bears because they ain't shown me nothing. But I can't pick the Lions because their most consistent piece is gone. So I'm going to pick are the Lions. Are you the, going neutral? I'm going to punk out you and just say understand? I'm going to push. I'm pushing. Oh. I'm, I'm punching out. I realize oh. it. Are you, are you shaking? Oh, 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 wait, wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait for it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right, man. Um, tell the see people. what had happened was. You put your poker chips on the table, huh? Okay. I mean, I can't, I can't right. pick the bears. This is how the bears so feel so about you right now. Oh. Oh. All right. They yeah, have they, they have shown me that they don't have it right now. But I can't pick the Lions because like there's no Matt Stafford. I mean, consistently consistently over the last ten years. Hey look who man. have we been able to say I, 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 who have I, we been I, able, I, who have we been able to I, say is a lion? Matt Stafford. What do you mean? But you know Wait, that's it. And we've always has, as far as his as far as his consistency. Because we had that when we when we had to talk last time, we we had to say the same thing. Okay, so and I will tell the you, reason when we were playing, when we had our fantasy football league going, I always picked him, uh, and I always picked Philip Rivers because they are two of the most consistent quarterbacks in the game, dude. Two of the most consistent, regardless of what their team record is, they balling. So I get, I, but but at the same time, I, I don't know if you should do that because Detroit got the edge because they haven't played with dude. I looked him up. He's you know he's got a one and two record you know game wise, you know against opponents, but he's never played the Bears. They've never played him, and I, that's that speaks to what Cass was saying earlier. They actually have the advantage. Because the Bears don't know what to expect. The only thing they can do is prepare for what's on the table. You got three games, you might be able to get some decent film. They might have got some decent film on them to see how he played in those games. Because the games that I, what I looked up, he was close. You know, he didn't, like I said, he only had one of those wins. But the way that when a friend, when a friend of mine who's a former quarterback says, hey, dude, he's a bum, he has no football IQ. 
Wow, that's deep. I'm just saying. I'm not giving, your, like, I'm not giving your friend credit because I don't know your friend. And I want yeah, you to know. He's been on the show. show before. He's been on the show. I want. He's been on the show before. With that. I want to stick with that. Don't take that away. No, we're not gonna let you slide that. Oh, in. I gotta find a volunteer here. Matter here. Fact, as a matter of fact, I, I was about to I was about to text him to see if he wanna. Uh, no, uh, don't on. do that to me. Don't do that. <clears throat> yeah, to me. yeah, because we're talking about this now. Let me see. Oh, let me see you. what he's doing. See, Mike, you you're enjoying this a little too much. Hey, you're look, man, they suck right really? now. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and and you know and when yes, and, they do. and here's the thing everybody who and this is why Chicago fans are like so pissed off because we like dude for real for real but see I have an issue with Chicago fans fans what happened why didn't we draft uh, Deshaun Watson why didn't we draft Patrick Mahomes well first off that's in the past we need to get over it we either get behind this dude or we say we're not gonna be Bears fans and we know that's not gonna happen. Well, that, that, I don't think it comes from the fact that people not being behind him. I think it's the fact that people are behind him, and they're like, what the heck? You got all this support. You got all these people pulling for you. Hey, see, yeah. I feel like they – I don't think we can't get behind a win. him. I think they're behind the Bears. I think there's a difference. Uh, yeah, definitely. There's definitely a difference, but, you know, but he represents that, so they're behind him too. And if he's not representing mm. in the way that he's not, because they are not behind him at all. They are not behind <laughs> him at all. <laughs> they are not. Well, you know, when you make when you make your search like Trebunsky and stuff, I don't think you know. I don't think you can call that support. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they are not behind I'm just him. Saying. If there was a way to be behind the Bears and not their quarterback, that's what Bears fans are doing right now. Yeah, I mean, I think indeed. it was dumb. I think it was dumb to trade up to get Trubisky when there were other positions that you could have grabbed. Even if you don't want to grab Deshaun Watson, if you don't want to grab Patrick Mahomes, I mean, Who are both one of the things great that, seasons, by the way. I'm saying, yes, they are. Who's having but, a great season? Who is having Mahomes a great season? Thing I heard. Oh, everybody okay. Everybody but Trubisky. Like, he, he, oh, cause um, yeah, cause his season is been okay. Go I ahead. Mean, anybody one that, of the anybody that, is having a better. I mean, season one of the things. <laughs> one of the things I, I have saying. issue with is in in Matt Nagy. I said one of because I have multiple issues with Matt Nagy right now. But one of the issues is they've essentially told Matt Nagy, or Matt Nagy has told us that. Trubisky is going into the 200 level. Last year, he was in 100 level, like he was a college student. He's going, he he's growing, and he's no, he knows more. Well, one of the things that when you use that analogy, uh, referencing college course course load, is that you're supposed to get smarter. As a professor, you don't take away what he did well in his freshman year. You allow that person to use what they already had done well and add more to it. And I bring that up because Trubisky was the best scrambling 
quarterback last season. He was scrambling. He used his legs well. They essentially told him, do not use your legs. You're only going to throw from the pocket. And I understand that QBs do their most damage from the pocket, but because of what his talent has shown the world, don't take that away from him. He is good at that. He is an athletic QB. He might not be the greatest decision maker, but he is athletic. Don't take that away from him. He has proven to be a bad decision maker. He has proven to be a bad decision maker this season. But don't take away his athleticism. Well, you know, the one thing about – and I agree with you there because when when you're trying to – if you really want to use a quarterback to his advantage – to your advantage, that you have to use his skill set, and it, it's everybody likes to take people and put them in the box. Well, this is what our offense does, and sometimes that offense doesn't really support, you know, the talent you have. So it's like when you look at a lot of the plays they run, everything is real short. You know, they take some 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 strikes downfield, but not many. Um, the run game is sporadic, <laughs> you know, at best. Um, but even though they show flashes of being being of greatness, if you know, and I'm using that loosely right now, uh, just because I don't have another word. Um, but even with that, you know, the biggest thing to it is that they're not consistent. You know, so and I agree with you on the defensive end, man. They can't, you know, you can't stop the run, then teams are gonna have a field day with you. And even if you can fight back defensively and it comes down to, you know, a a tight loss or whatever, it's still the fact that, you know, the offense isn't isn't doing what it needs to do in order to really be striking. The way that – the way that – I see what Nagy wants to do, and you can see it, it's just not there yet. So I don't know if they can pull that off. I don't see it. I – Pardon me, I don't see it. I don't see what. What do you want to do? Please help me. Help you. Help me understand what's well, happening. Well, and this is just my. Just I, it, it feels like. Well, sometimes I don't know what the heck he's doing. To be honest with you, especially like I said before, with all the doggone, you know, um, uh, swing out the. Uh, I can't think of the players right now. Anyway, um, when you when you look at just their play selection. Sometimes it looks like he wants to do a type of, you know, um, play action pass type of operation with the pass play. Sometimes it looks like he's guessing. So I'll take that back. I really don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> yeah, I I, that, that was my thing. I've, I've actually yeah, even I, I don't seen know. how the defense has lined up. I've watched them play zone when it would have been smarter to play man. And play the man. one thing right. that I that I saw work. And this is this is the truth. The one thing that I saw work is something that he doesn't use a lot, and it was the eye formation. I actually, he there has been success with that play. So I, I don't know. I, uh, I you know, it's hard to figure out what what they're. You know, we all we can all see what's happening. We we have a they're right there on the field, but as far as the camera views for us as viewers. You know, we can see a lot more. We can see the full full play. So we can see what offense is, what the offense is lined up, what the defense is lined up. And you, 
it was a bunch of players. I'm like, why are y'all playing? Why are y'all giving them five yards? Especially with, you know, five the type yards, of wide receivers right. they have. I wanted to know that in a few why are you players. Why are they five-yard catches? Why aren't you, why are you, why aren't you up on the line jamming him at the line? Because you got five yards to do that, and then you can run. Yeah, I had, I had so a why is that not happening? Everybody's well. in front of free. Uh, 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 it was a bunch of blown plays where the uh, tight end was free to get over the middle. You know, he wasn't jammed off the line. And, yeah, it's like just little, little, little bitty stuff that makes everything in the game so much bigger. Because that's what those, it's the little things that you're not doing that don't work. It's it's not tackling right. It's those type of things. But I, if I had to call it today, man, I, I I'm telling you, I, I have to give it to Detroit. I think Detroit won it better. Yeah, I think they won it better. I think they won it more. You know, and regardless, even, right even with my staff and being salvage, out, Detroit right now is trying to salvage what should be a playoff season. Exactly. Well, why are they trying to salvage it? I don't think they should. I don't think it's a salvage the right thing. word. Yeah, no, it's, it's salvage. I don't think that's the right word. I think what they're working, their, their thing is because they know they're a good team. But like we said before, they get they got that little hurdle to get over to being a great team. Probably a greater team than we've seen Detroit be in a long time, to be honest with you. And if they if they can work make it work without their without their without Matt Stafford today, and pull off a win, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's gonna be a different Detroit team because the Bears are so everybody them, here. And, and I don't so see everybody it. is everybody is okay. So you two are rolling with Detroit for the win today. Yeah, I didn't say that. He said he was on Remember, I said I, I was going to punk out and push. Well, I've already let the Twitter fam know. But um, I'm actually up in the air because I don't think Detroit's going to back down at all. I do like no. their coaching staff. Definitely do like their OC. Their defense is amazing. I don't know how Driscoll is going to fare today against the Bears. But what I I won't say do know is today the Bears are their own worst enemy. It's like they're fighting themselves and still fighting the uh, opposing team on the field. So that has the word that Renard likes to use a lot, that discipline. Is it going to come into play today so that they can pull together to capitalize on a Matt Staffordless Detroit Lions. Because the um, Bears sure as heck weren't disciplined last week. The amount of the amount of penalties the Bears had last week hurt exactly. my feelings. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it took, they, it they took, were me, battling it took me back to high school today. <laughs> they were battling themselves as well as still playing opponents on the field. So have they overcome that? I mean, we for those of you that follow different um, networks that uh, broadcast, one of the interesting things that a lot of people had something to say about that, something to say about everything, was with the fact that they turned off the TVs at Hallis Hall, the practice facility for the Chicago Bears, so that it would not disturb or distract 
them preparing for the game, specifically Mitch Trubisky, whereas other teams could care less about what a bunch of people say, of which I'm going to bring up something on that a little later. Um, because an entire NFL player lost his job over social media. And I, with social media costs you millions of dollars, it's normally because your company, product, or invention tanks. Or you do what this lovely gentleman did. That'll be at the end of the show. But moving forward, to know that they can even focus <laughs> and have a call with all of the noise in the background coming off everyone um, losing confidence in them, is that enough to even shake them today? Or do you think that that's going to give them a disciplined edge to where they come out and not so much focus on what they've been going through, but they, and I guess that's why I'm up in the air because I do believe that Detroit can and possibly will beat the Bears as long as the plays that are being called for Driscoll are successful and the, the Lions defense comes in there and just knocks it completely out the park. But at the same time, did the turning off of the TVs and silencing all the outside opinion and noise create a chemistry for the Bears where we're going to actually see them hit the field the way we saw them walk off the field last season. So I'm up in the air. I actually just really want to see a great matchup between these two, and it's a very serious matchup and an important matchup because it's the NFC North, the division rivals, and these games a lot of times, most of the time, more so than not, determine if there is going to be any type of postseason. Exactly. So I, I can't pick anybody. You know, and, and, and I, I, I understand I where you're coming from as far as you know they turn, you know, turn off all the the TV monitors and shutting everything down and getting focused. And I, I totally get that. I experienced that in college. Um, can I say whether or not it works? Um, I guess it really just depends, and it really depends on, you know, whether that was a distraction or not. Because yeah, you well, they said it was. He he said they said it was. So that's what they that was what they chose to do. Oh, that's what the team did. That's what the team did. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm up in the air with okay. this one. Um, we know Renard went to a push, so Mike is on you. We definitely have to get to the prime time game for today. Um, so it's up in the air. What are you thinking? How do you see? See, I don't like you. I still think Detroit go. I still think Detroit edge out. Uh, I, you know, and, and I and I appreciate the Bears doing their whole focus things and and that. And having a whole game where we can silence and just we're going to just sit in here and it's going to be quiet, it's going to be football. I can get all of that. But that's not your problem. So who are you going with? I don't really think – I'm still going with Detroit. I don't think the Bears have – I don't think they – I don't think one week of practice is and, and doing all that is going to change how they're playing. Right enough. I just don't. Hey, hey, uh-uh. hey. Well, with that being said – so we've got one push, one undecided, and one for one prize. So we're definitely going to see how this division matchup turns out. And with that being said, I don't know if one week of practice or one week of complaining will turn something around because my squad 
the wonderful Minnesota Vikings are down in Dallas with them with them boys looking to get another win because they definitely dropped the ball last week. And um, apparently one week of practice and an irritated Stefan Diggs and a slightly irritated Adam Thielen changed them into four straight wins. Now, I still have not drank anyway, so please don't well, see, think I did. There, I, I, I really think, when, you know, when you get sit down and as a wide receiver, as a wide receiver core, you go sit down and you have a nice talk with your quarterback. Yeah, I expect they to change. But at the same time, I don't expect things to be any different because that's what you're there to do anyway. As far as? As far as cousin? your, yeah, as far as your non-favorite quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you it know, is. It is. So, so I, today's matchup is for, for the primetime game today, um, the Vikings are in Dallas. They play the Dallas Cowboys. And there's a lot when it comes to this matchup. Two, there's a lot of comparisons. And two of the biggest comparison situations are quarterback and running back. Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott. Um, right now, this season, Dalvin's average is 99 yards per game. Ezekiel's is 95. Ezekiel, according to commentators, is a little bit more agile a little bit more of a go-getter. I'm probably going to beg to disagree. I think they're about neck and neck. I'm watching Dalvin truck down the field, truck through defenders, hit amazing open holes, kind of start to be a little Adrian Peterson-like and kind of have to take a couple people on his back with him as he punches through the um, the goal line so that he can score a touchdown, so that he can get these first downs and keep getting guarded. His, his, he's been great. He's been very consistent. Him coming off of his injury and being 100% healthy has been a major turnaround in the Vikings' run game. The Vikings also have an amazing, an amazing tailback in Madison. Madison is a great filler when he comes in for Dalvin Cook. The yardage from anything from check down to – if he's got to run 25 to 40 yards on the ground, he's also great with hitting the holes, getting through there. Very powerful, very powerful back. So the run game is solid. The aerial game can is, is solid. It's just um, having a, a one-two punch, unfortunately, not Adam Thielen right now. But that the big Thielen one-two punch has been awesome. But they've still been able to capitalize it because they're still running stuff on big. And they're now making a lot more use of a name that kind of faded away in our tight end, being Kyle Rudolph. They're hitting Kyle Rudolph on, on really big plays. Um, DC is being amazing. DC just came out of the woodwork and has been amazing getting into the end zone. So that's, that, that's a big matchup everyone's looking at. They kind of feel like Ezekiel while Dalvin – Average is a little bit higher as far as this year's yards per game, only by four yards. They feel like Ezekiel may in this game have the upper hand. The quarterback um, comparison comes down to we have a quarterback that has to prove he's worth this $84 million that he got, and we've got a quarterback who is earning his way to a big contract. So both of them are going to have to, and this is where I think the game lies more than anything, is in both quarterbacks. These are great defenses. The Vikings defense 
pretty much shadows guys. So that's even Jason Witness said this is going to be a very, very tough defense to go up against. And if they hold Ezekiel Elliott and they get to Dak, they're firing an all-cylinder. The one problem is when you are able to contain the Vikings' run game, this is where we've seen the Vikings' losses. When you can get to the quarterback and really contain the run game because now you've got a quarterback who is not making consistent passes, they become more interceptions and successful completions, and they can't, and Dalvin can't find a hole to hit to successfully gain yardage. So there were a couple three and outs. Those would be the, the biggest takeaways from the, the L's that the Vikings have gotten. But this Dak Prescott, um, Kirk Cousins comparison at quarterback is very interesting to me because they're both playing for something. They're both playing to prove their worth, their contract money. While one has guaranteed money and the other is fighting for guaranteed money, they're still both playing to prove their worth. So I really want to see how this plays out because, okay, the Vikings dropped one last week. It wasn't a great game. It was very close. They probably could have edged it out. They didn't. It was no nightmare for us as Vikings fans. It was a very good game. But we've had the ability to see what Kirk Cousins is capable of. We've also had a lot of ability to see what he's not capable of quite a bit. And Kirk Cousins hasn't, and I, and I hope he shakes this bug and this stigma today, has not performed successfully in a prime time environment as a Viking. He wasn't one of those, was, those Friday kids that was like looking at Full House and stuff when we were little. He didn't like that. So, yeah, he wasn't a prime time team. I don't say this much. It's Sandra, on the field. Cassandra has consistently been speaking on Kirk Cousins for a long time. And I say that to express that Cassandra has said that Kirk Cousins is not ready for prime time, is not ready for the big games. She has said this for over a year. And now it seems like now all of the national outlets are catching up and saying the same thing. This is not new to her. If I keep it real, Cassandra was one of the people that had said, do not sign this guy. Do not sign this guy. And it is not about that she doesn't think he doesn't have the ability to be a good QB. She has the issue with the fact that he is the most inconsistent QB getting starting money, the most inconsistent. When people give him praises for getting the ball to Adam Thielen or Stephon Diggs, like, look, he threw it well to them. Like, her attitude is simply, okay, he's the QB. That's kind of his job. And when he's being compared to Dak Prescott, she sees no upside. There is just no upside with him, and she wants, trust me, she wants to be able to support him. She will, she, if all of a sudden, if, she, if all of a sudden Stefan Diggs starts doing well and Adam Thielen are doing well and Dalvin Cook are doing well, and it's because of Kirk Cousins, she will be on that bandwagon talking about Super Bowl. But right now she's not confident, and she hasn't been confident for a long time. And unfortunately, Kirk Cousins has proven that. And this is not new. The stuff that people are now saying 
and stuff that she's been saying for a while. Well, I mean, and, and, and rightfully so. When you look at someone who's getting the amount of money he's getting, and then you look at his record, you're kind of like, oh, what? What made y'all? What brought you to that decision? What do you see that we don't see? Because I don't see that. Well, I, I know, I know what they you saw know. in acquiring him. I just with some other option. Like I almost wish Matt Stafford's contract was on the table. We wouldn't got him. Like I just at, at the time, I just honestly how I that would probably now go though. <laughs> that 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 would probably that be dope. Been to me. Ooh, Matt Stafford invite invite man. Ooh, that would be dope. It, it would have. Y'all, y'all, it definitely you know, would have. If, if y'all do that, if y'all happen to do that, y'all heard it here first. Oh, no. his his contract and Matt Matt went yeah, in for care of that. He sold up. Yeah, um, he sold up. That I, I, you know, that's something that I wouldn't have been opposed to because Matt. Stafford has a consistency. He's very, very mm-hmm. consistent. I understood why um, the backup quarterbacks were, were were let go and the issue with Sam Bradford. They did great for filling in for what they were for. And, and the club did need its franchise quarterback. It did need to have somebody under center that was consistent. I hate that you kind of have to. I got to ask, what happened to Sam Bradford? In, get, well, what happened to Sam Bradford? Well, he went to another team, and then. Here we are. We're going to well, where's Waldo Sam Bradford? I'm going to tell you where Sam Bradford is right now. He is in Arizona, I believe. I'm going to look and see, but I think he's in Arizona as a backup. Don't quote me just yet. It's coming. It's coming. He, he is a Cardinal backup behind Kyler Murray. So there it is. Sam Bradford is still in the league. He is still getting paper, and he is the backup. Sam Bradford has had some of the best contracts that I have ever seen. His agent, hey, man. His, his, his agent don't even work in the field that I work in. I still trust him. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, That's man, I, li- I like the way you do business. Come on over here. Right. What are we doing? It don't matter. I just like the way you do business. You understand numbers, right? Okay, cool. Add these up. <laughs> and that. I'm going to sit back and oh, drink man. this beer while you do that. Um, so this is a pretty good matchup. It's a little scary for me. It is a big primetime game, of course, anything on Sunday night. I know that I'm, I'm hoping that the, the stigma of Kirk Cousins is broken as far as his, his play in time, time situations when it's all eyes on me. But there is a lot for both of these teams riding on this. The only thing that I honestly feel 200% confident in today with this matchup is the Vikings defense. If the Vikings defense, minus Alvin McXavier Rhodes penalties, um, and a few <laughs> missed tackles by yeah, Xavier's really getting beside himself. Like I and, and for, for for the new football fan 
was a huge Xavier Rhodes supporter in the early yeah, years. Right about that, she's like, from dude, would you stop? Like, would you just stop? Take your shenanigans like, to another mm-hmm. squad, sir. I mean, the, the amount of penalties, is, 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 I, this is a very emotional game, a very, very, very emotional game. There are some players that cannot help but to leave it all on the field, and that's cool. But why, that's every cool. time you yeah, see it on the like, field, it's like a 15-yard penalty. Exactly. You cost the team. love Bob Sanders. And she I likes Mike Brown. Oh Bob Sanders and Mike Brown. Did somebody not can Bob Sanders. Indianapolis know where he went? <laughs> I love him. But you, these fifteen-yard penalties, no, because you had you, and they and they normally happen when the team is kind of in a pinch and they're like third yeah. and 12 or third and 15 yeah. and it's possibly yeah. no way that they are about to complete this play and march down the field for another 10 yards and you just gave yeah. it to them. You, you can't be that emotional at this point in the game. You're no longer a rookie. You're not even a second or third year player. You can go ahead and pretty much snap, slap veterans on your back. So the, you have to play smarter. This is an emotional game. People talk crap on the field all day. But you got to play smart football. Um, Trey Wayne, you know, I I don't think he was a bad pickup. I don't think his – a lot of missed tackles and a lot of misreads as to where the ball is going to be placed. Um, He doesn't get a lot of P.I. causes. He says, you know – it's it's a lot of missed tackles. He has been fortunate in, in a few plays to stop um, a couple what would have been big plays, and he's had a couple picks. But overall, his man, for, for him to be a good corner and, and to have the agility that he has, his man normally beats him, um, and they're able to successfully complete a catch. And that's kind of what you don't want to happen. So every time I see him, I'm like, I feel like they're just running together. Like, he's like, hey, where are you going? You going over there? I'm going to go over there with you. I just want to run with you. Like, I'm not really going to do that. I just want to go I'm with sorry. you. So I'm sorry. I, 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 I just imagine that old Warner Brothers cartoon, Spike. Tell me, hey, 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 Spike, hey, Spike. And I'm like, why did you just do that? Why did you just put that thought in my head? That's I just funny. feel like a lot of times I'm like, why are you the only corner that just runs with the wide out? Like, what are you, are you going to stop something? Are you, is anybody going to, did you know a ball was coming this way? Like, you, hey, what's man, happening? I swear to God, that's what it looks like <laughs> in a lot of plays. So they cannot, they cannot allow that to happen or Ezekiel Elliott to get loose. They, if Ezekiel Elliott gets loose, they they have to play. And not only do they have to play defense, they have to play smart football. The Vikings are penalty kings. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's something about when you set foot in the stadium and put that purple on or that white, and it just was like, I need at least one penalty a game. Like, I just 
please put on a different well, okay, I, 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 well, let's, because let's go ahead and pick this. up. Let's make our picks because I don't want to forget about what happened yesterday in football yesterday on the college you're side. Not, you're not going to you forget. You're not going. You're, you're not going to. You're not going to forget. But this How is like a it? serious matchup. Who? So I mean, when it when it comes down to it, you know. Looking at both teams, they're, they're almost equally matched in a lot of ways. Even with the way, yeah. you know, even even with how, you know, Cass feels about Cousins, uh, they're still almost, they're fairly even. So I was, I expected they would be like one of those hard-fought games, but it definitely comes down to, um, you know, whether Cousins can deal with that pressure. Because you, you're, you're playing, quote-unquote, America's team. I don't feel that way, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, so when you look at it from there, and, and you playing at home, at, playing them there, so you got, they got to be able to show up. If they can't do that, it's going to be a long day for them. But I expect it to be a really hard-fought game regardless, especially with, you know, Minnesota trying to keep their standing in the, in the NFC North and to really stay in position for a playoff bid. And like you said, you got Dak Prescott, who's still playing without a contract right now, and the only reason I can see him doing that is he, he's like, hey, man, look, y'all about to pay me. You just paid him that money? Yeah, y'all about to pay me. So I get that. So it's a lot on the line for both teams today, regardless of it being a non-conference game. There's a lot on the line for both of them today. And if it came down to, like, who I want to pick, uh, ooh, ooh, I don't know. In, in, in this game, and only because, you know, Cousins has his moments and everything, but the way that Dallas has been playing these last few weeks, you know, they're, they've both been, they bo- they're both all on the side, they're both on the same type of, of side, same type of path, so, hey, I don't know. I'm going with Dallas. That hurt my that hurt my heart to say that 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 hurt my heart to say, but I'm going with Dallas. Yeah, you know, I'm sticking. I'm sticking it out with the Vikings. Oh man, mm. it's a Vikings. Oh, no, I can't it's, say it's, it's, it's a, not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's such a it's such a it's such a close matchup. It's like they're only so they they're really like. Damn, they're neck and neck. The, the, like you said, the biggest difference is going to be what their defense does today. How many, you know, the lack of penalties they can come away with. How many takeaways if, they get? Can they can they force? You know, see if I was going back. based off defense. If I was going based off defense, I'd give it to the Vikings all the way. But I think the offense of the uh, Cowboys is going to going to do what they do too. So I don't think I can leave it all on defense. They've got to contain the offense. They have to make this a very uncomfortable situation for Dak. But in making it an uncomfortable situation, I've got more faith in our defense than I do in our offense. So say our defense does a great job of containing um, the Cowboys, we still don't know what Kirk Cousins is going to throw down the field yet. Right, and then you, then you're also yeah, you're right. the number one, and then you're also facing the number one defense in the league. So you know, it's it's 
there's a lot there, man, that to to really take into consideration when you're looking at who, who you know want to pull for. But just for the sake of the league, and like I said, I'm not a huge Dallas fan. I'm definitely hoping Minnesota pull it out. I'm hoping that they can, you know, that Cousins can find a way to get the ball down without any interceptions. <laughs> You know, and the the offense can be productive because if it's not, it's gonna be a long day. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't yeah, any part of what you just said. Those are smacking people for fifteen yard penalties. You know what I'm so saying? I'm, hope, just... I'm hoping they're out there disciplined and focused. Because I need my squad to win. So we got two for the Vikings. One for them boys. We will see in tonight's primetime game how that plays out as the Vikings, my Minnesota Vikings, so are down in Dallas with some people that seem to think that's an America's team, something like that. So we'll see how that plays out. All right. All right. Did anybody, <laughs> did anybody see that game between with that roll tide and them Tigers? Go Tigers all day. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I wish we had a crowd. Okay, we but know what team she wanted to win. <laughs> we know what team she was uh, over it. I was, hey. Yes, I would say this much. Go to let me that early, that let me. early play by Tua Chicago Valoa is what lost that game to me. That early play. Because uh, that game was a game. <laughs> that game was definitely a game. It, it definitely was. And I I was heckled. I was on a chat with 50 people, and only three of us were for LSU. So we basically elephants at me for 24 I hours mean, on this chat. And LSU, and last LSU night I threw them all back. wanted to give that game away. In the end, they it was not it was not uh, an easy game for LSU to win. That was a game. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. I was you know I wasn't expecting it. I was honestly shocked when the halftime score was thirty three to thirteen. And the reason I was shocked is because I know what type of team Bama is. I know what type of coach Nick Saban is. So I knew that they were going to strike back. This I did. I just didn't know the severity of it. What I loved about LSU is even when they were making a comeback, and Najee Harris had a great, great game. Man. When Bama was making the comeback, and it seemed like for a little minute LSU mentally got out of the game, they still stayed consistent. They were still like, you know, their coach was like, hey, it's still time on the clock. This isn't over. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's go. Whatever I need to challenge them over here, I'll handle it. Let's go. Um Bama was asking the crowd to be louder, of course, when they were doing their offensive plays, which is, you know, not the norm. So many people want – some teams want you to be quiet, whatever. They were hitting. They were doing a great job. I knew they were going to come back. This made for a great game, but LSU would not fully get out of this game. They stuck it out completely to the very end, just when you thought – it went from a three-score game to a one-score game, and you knew the next score was tied again. LSU found a way to get a touchdown. It was such a great matchup full of intensity and energy, but two great teams 
did, man, they came and they showed out. It, it was a great game and a very expensive ticket for those who weren't students and bought a ticket. You might as well have gone to an NFL game. That's how high the ticket prices were, but it was so worth it. I would have loved to have gone to that. Now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave out my team for a whole season. The fire Lovey Smith train has been chugging along. All of a sudden, in a close game against Michigan, that close game against Michigan, it was almost like the Illinois players woke up. Then after that, they beat they beat Wisconsin. Yesterday, they beat Michigan. Well, they beat Wisconsin. Then they beat uh, Rutgers. And then yesterday, they beat uh, yesterday they beat Michigan State. Lovey Smith has said, "Y'all not firing me just yet." Just yet, because it's almost I like it. the players. I love what I'm seeing coming that out of Illinois. That 76 yard six six was a great thing to watch. That was amazing. I, I love. Well, one the one thing about it, everything coming out of Illinois. Right. The one thing about it is that when you see, you know, it, it takes time. Sometimes it does take time in order for a coach's philosophy to really embed itself into the players and for them to really believe it. And once they can believe in that, they can believe in themselves to be better. And whatever he's doing at this point, they got the got the Illinois train back on track because we know how long it's been off track. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 I give them kudos. I can't even be mad. You know, I'm definitely proud of proud of them for what they've done. I was recruited by U, uh, U of I, but you know that was at a time when the, when when it wasn't doing well. Um, that's why I went somewhere else. But <laughs> hey, but see, maybe they would have done well if they'd have had you. Hey, Lou Pepper was the coach. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay I know. then. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I am. I am very proud, though, um, right now of what I'm seeing from this team. Another great game yesterday, and I have to put this out there, not just because I'm a Vikings fan. I'm also a Gophers fan. And if you thought Penn State was really She lives in Chicago, but she she got Minnesota all up through her. The Gophers exposed Penn State. So bad that it was the Gophers have Minnesota's had an awesome, awesome season this year. They're just out there really having fun and it shows and it's working for them. But what happened to Penn State yesterday was a travesty. It doesn't work for Penn all State. I know is all the tricks. Penn State that Penn State better pray Ohio State does not watch film. Because those receivers yeah. are gonna run all over Penn State and Ohio State has some receivers. Well, it'll be, you know, was real. Hey, sometimes it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about college football, man. It, it's it, you know, it's definitely energetic. Is it's always exciting. You never know what to expect, um, and you know. Depending on what side of the ball you on, your team may or may not win, and it's always something to look forward to. I think this year, you know, the way the the way the championship is um, playing out, we can expect to see. I don't even know who's going to be in the top four. 
the way the way they, everybody balling now. It's, it's 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 getting a lot more. Exciting, I have always you know. said. I have always said they need to expand it to six with the first, the top two teams getting the first round by. Mm. I would agree. That is I my agree opinion. With that. I think that would be dope. Let the let let the let the bottom four figure it out. You know, be a be a what? What would that be? I feel like eight is That'd too much. Four is too little. I think eight would be too much. You know, depending on how long, because you got to think about it. You have to have well, let's see. You'd have to have two games prior. Then you have to have another the game between those two winners. Then you have to have. Now that might make it too long. At the two games, you know what? Teams get a bye. If you have eight games, there's no bye. It's just every. It's just one more round. It starts the weekend of Christmas. That's what I was gonna say. It would be right. an additional round. I could. I could deal with eight teams. I understand the six. I could deal with eight. Though. Yeah. That might not be bad. Oh. That, that, that might not I think be. it'll make it a little bit. I think it'll, it it could definitely make it a little bit more interesting. Uh, for those of you who are wherever you are, your twelve o'clock game is starting. If you are in um, the Midwest, if you are here, your ten o'clock game is starting. Um, I don't have that scheduled right now, but let me see if I can pull it up on the app, on the NFL app. No. Hold on, just a well, moment. Right now, we just care that the Bears and the Lions are about to tip off. All right, cool. So that's the only game that we're paying attention to at the moment. <laughs> that's that's for us. And I hate it because I can't even watch it, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They take care of them. Twelve o'clock games. It's like, man, we yeah, I don't get those. You know, I don't even get those. So, like, I could be watching the Bears and the Lions right now, but instead, I got Kansas City and Tennessee and Atlanta and New Orleans, which aren't bad teams to watch, but they not really what we cover. So, it don't really help me. Um, Now, I can watch the Vikings game when it comes on, and I think that's the only game I can see today. As far as with you, I can watch the Vikings and Cowboys game, which is probably the game I do want to see. You know, to be totally honest with y'all, I wanna I, you know, the other. The, I want to see the Bears Detroit game, but, you know, I got to sit here and I can't. So I got to watch the dot. I got to watch them score dot, the little dot tell me who got possession and watch the score page and go back and watch the highlights. <laughs> well, okay. I just watch GameCast. <laughs> see? Um, if you go to. You can't. ESPN though, the most accurate. But um, if you go to NFL. dot com, you can't listen to the game. Um, I don't know if I'm, I'm on NFL. dot com right now. Let us see. I know he can listen to the game if he goes to the Bears app. He can listen yeah, to Bears the game on the Bears app. Yeah, that you can definitely do. But it's not the same. I want to see him get hit. Well, <laughs> he don't want to hear about. He don't want to hear about. I want to everybody. He want to see. I want to see you. Ah, oh, man, you hear about? We have a little bit of time left. We have a little bit of time left. There are a couple of things I want to say. Our great friend, 
awesome and much less detail, Andre Ross, has actually retweeted us and definitely Renard and said if Jeff Driscoll, the backup quarterback for the Detroit Lions, wins, we should riot. So. <laughs> oh, dang. If, if Jeff Driscoll and the Lions win, I won't have the energy to riot because I will have yelled at my TV so much. I'm just I will saying, be too tired. Too tired to riot. Riot. TVs don't go on sale until Black Friday, so don't you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying. Riot for what? What would be the point? You're going to sit here and be like, hey, man, he wins. But you know what? Because Bears fans never do anything. They just, like, complain. We watch the Lions fans. We watched the Lions fans start taking up a collection like we finna buy our whole offense. <laughs> <laughs> Martha came out of there with his Jackie on Nelson's gloves firing people like this would not be us. I mean this today. Like, you know, they got to see changes. Stephon Diggs was like, I'm, if, if he the quarterback, I ain't coming to practice. How much it costs to miss hey. practice? I got it. I got it right. I'm her cousins you. made a change. Hey. Her cousins made he a stopped, change. He, he, but he stopped throwing the ball down at the ground. <laughs> Just be like, I don't like it. I'm still going to pay a lot for this muffler and be at the game next I'm week, still, but I don't like it. Right. So, I got my season if, if tickets. I'm going, still going. Right. If you're not, All I'm going to say is, God, dog, if the Bears are not stopping anybody up the middle already. Up the middle, they already let somebody run. They're not. Whoa. They're not. Why are we surprised? I'm not surprised. You don't want to riot? I got my winter gear. We could just go ahead and stuff around. I'm not even a bear fan, but I'll go with you. I mean, you know, my whole thing is if you, you know, if you're uh, if you're a fan and you're unhappy about it, I, I have nothing against you supporting your team. You paid the tickets, yet there go. But you know, you, you gotta do so. Y'all gotta say something. You gotta you gotta be disappointed. You can't just be there for the for the beer and the chips. And you know, I'm, just, I'm just, just saying, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Pop, pop, pop. I mean, beer and the chips are good. I could be I'm there for okay. beer and the chips. I can be here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You know I don't have to think about that. But like the beer and chips are actually bomb. So, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, get mad, do something. Like, be. I'm not saying go tear up a car, tear up the neighborhood, or anything like that. But I'm saying that stand outside and like, hey man, when y'all start winning, we'll come in. Until then, we'll sit at home. It's just a, it's cold. You know, you got to be vocal. You got to make sure you got to un- make sure that they understand. Like we are not happy with this. I'll tell at you all. something that I'll tell you something that my cousin, he is disappointed in the fact that he can buy a plane ticket and a ticket to the Bears at the Rams for cheaper than buying a ticket we'll for the there. Bears here. We'll be there. It is, and we'll be. And they were because we'll be there next week. We will be in L.A. next week, the Bears-Rams game. And that whole demonstration was much cheaper than buying one ticket for a fair, not even a great seat at Soldier Field, but a fair. A decent seat. Pretty decent Decent seat. seat. Yeah. (laughs) I got two. two, Wait a minute. Are are the Lions about to march down here on the first possession? 
I'm sure they are. See what happens? I'm sure they are. Wild Talk Radio messes up. You actually get to talk to us at the start of a game, a controversial game, and watch the Lions. I'm really sick about this. Okay, well, I don't. Don't say get ready to do it. I'm going to need a pick six right now. I'm going to need Eddie Jackson to get a pick six right now. Well, what you need and what's going to happen, we got to see. Because, I mean, they, they, they just have it. The Bears defense at times shows brilliance as far as being able to strip, take away the ball. Um, but then but then that brilliance goes away when they have subpar tackling. Um, when you're being – when you're being marched down the field, you know, and those type of things are what make us be like, yeah, okay, man, y'all, y'all suck. We don't want well, to I'm say to say well, let's see what happens yeah, I, here because there's something else. It's second and goal for the Detroit Lions. Okay, pick six right here by Eddie Jackson. Yes, here it comes right now. I want to see the Lions get a touchdown. That dog it. That dog it. So, third and goal. They're two inches, two inches, two yards out. I, okay, pick six. We're calling it. Yeah, it's gonna happen on this play. Yep. Yeah. Mandola is now Touchdown. is now lion. <clears throat> I'm so calling you right, right here. Yes, pick six. Down. It's about to happen. Pick six right here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Notice I'm gonna call pick six on every defensive play. Well, you know, it's it's, it's happy to Okay, wish. the Bears have held them to a to a field goal. It appears. All right, that's not bad. It's bad because they shouldn't have got that. And I'm glad. I'm glad though that they did. Um, because that was almost a PS. I do over. Now the Bears need to watch out for the fake because uh, I wouldn't put a pass. Big this dude leg is. That kick of Matt. Where do you work out? It's definitely not Planet Fitness. <laughs> he in the gym with one leg. Right now. Right. I'm like, did you see his one leg? My gracious. So I do want to mention this. Um, I'll just have a little bit of time left on the show. We've got about six and a half minutes. Um, Since we've talked controversial topics, it's come out that Antonio Brown wants to come back. We'll make this very short. In fact, I'm going to knock this out because the next topic I want to speak on. Antonio Brown has the ability to come back. It's been stated um, about 45, 46 minutes ago. It probably will not be this season. So they have enough time to evaluate his situation, see if he comes back. We'll see if the team picks him up, if he is reinserted into the league next season. Now, I had an issue this week with Brown safety Jermaine Whitehead. If you guys don't know who it is, um, it was a heated game. Of course, fans go on social media outlets because they're emotionally charged too. Do I think fans over certain fans overstep their boundaries? Yes, I have seen things. I've seen them throw things. They're they're fans that want to say I I don't. You need help if your fandom is that bad. You know, you might cry, hug a friend, 
petty arguments, but it's endangering someone's life or the threat of endangering someone's life is too far from not only a fan standpoint, but a player or a member of any staff of a team. Well, last week, um, Jermaine Whitehead, the safety for the Cleveland Browns, actually responded to a fan and with a Twitter rant with it included very harsh racial language and even a death threat. I um how I miss that. How did I miss that? Yeah. See, sometimes, um, man, I be I'll be so involved in my own world <laughs> and everything's going that I miss it. Came across, like this, but, yeah. when, when it came across last Sunday evening and I saw it, I remember saying out of my mouth, they're gonna cut him. That is a major liability. You just lost money and a chance to have a great career playing a game. What What's better than playing a game from the games that we grew up playing that we enjoyed in college, we enjoyed in high school. Some of us have had the after collegiate sports experience and they're paying you to play a game. And the emotion of what a, a fan did took you over the top. And your tweets, your Twitter rant was became obscene and threatening. So I think some people should should think, and I, and I believe this goes back to why the team turned the TVs off at Hallow's Hall for the Chicago Bears, because they kind of put you in a different space. And the one thing everybody knows is sometimes the worst time to react or say anything is when you're upset, if it's something you know you don't mean. Yeah, because it, it makes you wonder what he was going through before he made that, you know, did that tweet. You know, what was his mindset before that? Because typically people, you know, fans always, with the way that social media allows people to to pretty much um, speak their mind, whether they're being honest or whether they're speaking from their avatar, um, it, it, it allows people to feel like they can personally say whatever they want to anybody, you know, the way they okay. want to. And a lot of people feel like that's okay. And and I'm one of those people, I definitely feel like it's not because regardless of how you feel about anybody, the bottom line is you don't know this person. You're not in their personal life to where you, you can say anything about you know anything Other thing you can do is judge how they play on the football field You know now as far as He goes Definitely out of line I could definitely see him Getting dropped because who wants that Who wants that type he of thing they, they cut him They cut him Ooh, You know yeah oh. so But I also think In doing that not Don't just cut them, and I have to. I'm gonna do some. I'll have to look into it without further about it, probably a little bit after, later after the show. But to find out, okay, y'all cut them, but did anybody say, hey, man, I think you need to go to a counselor? Let's get you to a counselor and, and let's get that checked out and let's see if there's what's going on with you. Are you depressed or what's going on? They with have. You? Because, 
<laughs> so I'm they may have, but they can allow the liability stay on the team. They may have, and then they Heck also, yeah. in the off season, go through you know these types of trainings and what is and isn't available for them. And the NFLPA does the same. It's it's yeah, it's, that's 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 sad for him. And, and and the bad part about it is that one a one incident like that could mess up his chances of getting picked up by anybody else. Yeah, and then it was you know, an entire and, and, racist death threat, and, and well, a yeah, racist rant, which included a death threat. So, it's crazy people. Oh. You can't just, you know, there is freedom of speech. Let's get that straight. There is freedom of speech. However, there are also guidelines where people are like, hey, you can't say that. You know, so you know, be human. Don't be an ass. Oh. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Be a better so human. Right Don't now, be an ass. We, we are coming to the very end of our show. So you heard us speak earlier in the show, especially Renard, on the Giordano's Deep Dish Pizza. Well, Giordano's has thanked us for liking the pizza. I did retweet that. If Do you it. are in Chicago or the Chicagoland area, and also Minnesota, Minnesota has a Giordano's, and wherever else you can find a great Giordano's, if you've got the stomach for something really delicious, really cheesy, so grab really good, one. definitely oh go God. grab one. You won't regret oh, it. Oh, man. Um, Renard, look, would you like tell- to tell everybody where they can find us? They can find us on blogtalkradio.com slash footballfanrushradio. You can find us on Twitter at footballfanrush. You can find us on the Apple Podcast app. Just do a, fan, a search for Football Fan Rush Radio. And we are available also at wherever you else you find your podcast. Catch us this week and every week. Remember, for this week, it's going to actually be two episodes because of earlier issues. But listen to both. Yeah, exactly. You like to say as you take us out? As always, uh, I would like to say, I would like to say, the Bears got to get that game together. Sorry. Well, we've been saying that all year. That's, well, I don't think that's going to be. Like, what is that about? You know, oh, my. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think, okay. Um, all unfortunately, right. that's, unfortunately, that's the slogan. But uh, <laughs> um, everybody well, have a great down to weekend. Six seconds. Hopefully have your team wins, and we will catch y'all, and y'all have a good one. Later.